Hello, I'm your host, Mr. Chuck, a retired accountant turned truck driver. I reduced my debt in a relatively short period of time. Debt reduction to achieve financial freedom takes commitment, confidence, determination. When to use debit card versus credit card. Those having problems with debt and need to quit using credit, this will help in getting that problem solved. A debt reduction plan should be quit using credit. This may be a problem for most people. If you have a debt problem and you're starting a debt reduction plan, the first thing you need to do is quit using credit or quit creating new debt. If you're used to using a credit card to pay for your needs, a needs would be like your phone bill, your electric, your gas, maybe even your rent. And then you're not able to pay off the credit card every month. Your credit card balance is slowly increasing, creeping up. And before you know it, you have a debt problem. So let's start out is what's the difference between a debit card and a credit card? A debit card is issued by your bank where you have your checking account. It is linked to your checking account. It looks just like a credit card with the only difference being on the face of the card. It says debit. That means every time you use that card, money is being taken out of your checking account. A credit card is they're loaning you the money for a period of time, 20 to 30 days, where you pay it back in full, and then you won't have any interest. Now, every credit card is different. Sometimes they charge interest from the date of purchase. Sometimes there's a 20-day grace period before they start charging you interest. But your credit card is you're borrowing the money and you have to repay it back. A debit card is money that you already have and is coming directly out of your checking account. Now, if you're married and have a spouse, I recommend only one of you carry the debit card and that should be the one that's most responsible. Who is taking care of the checking account? Who is reconciling that out? Who knows how much is in there? When goes in? When the bills are paid? That person should be the one that carries the debit card so you don't spend more money than what you have. Now, some banks will stop you from charging something or buying something if there's not enough money in the checking account. Some banks will allow you to go overdraft and then charge you an overdraft fee, etc. Or have, you might have a set amount of money that you can cover and then you have to pay back the loan to your bank. But we're trying to get away from all that and get your spending under control and know where your spending is coming from. Your needs should be paid directly from your checking account. 
whether you write a check and mail it in, whether you pay it online and it's electronic transfer, or you use a debit card, that's your needs. Your needs are housing, including utilities, telephone, cable, satellite, TV, all your utilities, those type of things. Transportation, gasoline, and repairs to your automobile, plus your car payment, and of course, food and clothing. So I have a link in my show notes to two articles that may help you understand what I'm talking about. So which one should you use? Because when you go to buy something, you have three choices. You can pay cash, you can use your debit card, or you can use your credit card. If you're having a debt problem and you're trying to get your debt under control, you you do not want to use your credit card because that would be creating new debt. So how are you going to get out of trouble if you keep adding to the problem? My first article is real simple. When to use a debit card and when to use a credit card instead. It's from citizenbank.com and it's a decent article. And if we go down a debit card, using a debit card, you're trying to control your spending, which is what we're trying to do here. You can use a debit card for everyday purchases, especially if you think that using a credit card for all that time will lead you to overspend. I suggest using a debit card for your everyday expenses, except in high-risk situations. It's much easier to track how much money is going in and out on a debit card. Chances are you know how much money is in your account and how much you're allowed to spend. If you're not careful, a credit card can enable impulse buying because you give you access to money you don't have. It is a loan. You can quickly fall into credit card debt and lose money on high interest and late payment fees if you don't manage your spending properly. Treat your debit card like cash. Do you have money in your checking account ready, readily available to cover your purchase? If so, swipe away. That's why I say the person who is taking care of the checking account is, should be the only person carrying the debit card. Now, how's the other spouse going to get by if he doesn't have any cash he's not allowed to use his debit card and we don't want him to use a credit card one of the tricks that i've done and couples can do the same thing set up a second checking account give him an allowance how much money can you afford to give your spouse to pay for the things that he needs to pay for maybe gas for the car maybe some lunches, whatever. Figure that out in your budget. Set up a second checking account and every payday, you transfer that amount of money for that time period into that second checking account. Then he has his own account, his own debit card. He doesn't even have to keep track of if you don't want to. He can just go and live normal life and then when he runs out of money it won't allow him to buy any more items so then you're going to slowly get your spouse spending under control because he's not going to have an unlimited source it will stop when he runs out of money 
So, so you can set up a budget and figure all that out. And you really don't have to cut back here. We're just trying to keep the spending under control. You can use a debit card for withdrawing cash also. This might seem obvious, but your debit card to withdraw cash, again, make sure you're aware of your surroundings at the ATM or go to an ATM in a bank to ensure your information is safe. You can use a credit card to withdraw cash, but it requires a cash advance, a kind of transaction that often comes with fees as well as high interest rates. You could also use your debit card at the grocery store and get cash back that way if you can't get to an ATM. I know locally the grocery store I go to, they've gone, they're start charging a fee if you take extra money out. They don't want you to do it because they don't have the cash. Credit card. A credit card is safer to use for online shopping. And I agree with that. Use your credit card for online shopping so you don't have your debit card information all over the internet. Chip-enabled cards are very good at deterring in-person fraud, but it doesn't help you online, and that's where most of the fraud has gone. Check your browser and shopping apps to make sure your debit card isn't saved as a preferred payment, and add your credit card instead. You can delete both to make it harder for you to overspend online. Well, using a credit card online is good advice. You should limit it because we don't want to create new debt. It only, you got to use it like cash. Only spend what you can afford to repay. And what I did when I was especially having problems, if I bought something on Wednesday because I needed it and I bought it online, on Friday, whether it was payday or not, I went in and I made up that exact amount of that purchase on that credit card so that it did not add to my balance. You can go online to your credit card, whichever bank it is, and make payments as often as you want. You don't, you're not strict, restricted to one payment a month. You can make a payment every Friday if you want. You can make a payment every day if you want, whatever the case. Any reoccurring payments you have, such as subscription service or renewed every month or year like Netflix, Amazon Prime, or Spotify are good to put on your credit card, especially an older one they can no longer use as much. Recurring payments will keep that line of credit open so you can continue to maintain or increase your credit score. As long as you make payments on time, make sure you check your credit card statement so you know which subscription service you're being charged for. You can waste a lot of money in subscriptions you no longer use or forgot you signed up for. Good point. Now, the point here is if you're on a debt reduction plan and you quit using your credit cards, but you've got some online payments such as those like Amazon Prime, Spotify, or Netflix, that's a good example, and you want to keep that subscription and say it's a quarterly, semi-annual, or annual payment. Once you get one of those credit cards paid off, use that credit card to for those subscriptions. And then make sure you check the statement every month and make sure you pay it off when those subscriptions are charged to that card. That way, that card remains open. It helps your credit score. 
you have more available credit, and you're making on-time payments. Use a credit card in case of an emergency. If you have a debt reduction plan, you should have an emergency account. You should be funding your emergency account in your savings account. You do not want to use a credit card in case of an emergency. You might have a credit card that you keep a zero balance on that if you travel or go out of town, you take with you. So if you have a flat tire or something, you can charge that, fix the car, and then pay it off with the money out of your savings account so you can maintain a zero balance on that card. It is okay to use a credit card for everyday purchases that you can pay off. I disagree. Don't go there. Don't do it. The idea of using it for everyday purchases that you can pay off, well, apparently you've done that in the past. You got yourself a debt problem. You're trying to get out of a debt problem. So this is what we want to stop doing. Quit using your credit card for everyday purchases. Even if you think you can pay them off, we're not doing that. Use your debit card because the number one rule on debt reduction plan is quit creating new debt. Quit creating new credit. Quit using credit on a whim. That's what you're trying to get away from. Remember, the debt reduction plan is quit creating new debt. Make the minimum payment on all your on all your debt, all your loans, no matter what. Fund an emergency account. Set up a savings account and get a minimum of $1,000 built up in there and then quit, then continue building it up until you have two or $3,000 over that $1,000 for, so you have at least $3,000 to $4,000. All your bills are paid up and timely. And then you take the excess out, the two or 3000 and you apply it to one of your debts that you want to pay off first. Remember, in the planning stage, you figured out the order in which you want to pay off your debt. Whether it's the highest interest rate first or the lowest balance first, whatever you decided, stick to your plan because that is what you want to do. Now, citizen banks, oh, the first one was from Real Simple. I'm sorry. And the second one is here, citizen bank wallet roulette. When to use cash, credit, or debit? Most people use cash for very small purchases because most people only carry maybe 20 or $40 with them at any one time. A debit card is reliable and safe. Most debit cards are free and included in your checking account, so you don't have to apply for one, undergo a credit history check, or pay an annual fee. All you have to do is activate your card and it's ready to go. Using debt means you're directly drawing from available funds, which is a boon for people trying to budget, build up savings, or avoid credit card debt. Not only are you spending within your means, but you can track that spending in real time so there aren't any surprises at the end of the month. Again, do not rely on your bank 
check an online account to track your spending. You need an app where you do that separately. Why? Because you want to categorize your spending so you can do a report, so you can do a budget. A budget is your control panel. Your app where you do your tracking is the lifeline of your personal finances. Again, if you're married and you have a spouse, only one of you should be carrying a debit card from your main checking account. And that should be the person who's taking care of it, who knows how much money is in there, who knows what bills are coming up and are due in the near future and how much you need to pay those bills timely. Because when you're on a debt reduction plan, the first thing you got to do is quit creating new debt and make all timely payments. If you just focus on your needs for now, housing, transportation, food, and clothing, don't worry about your wants because you're not going to do them. That's where you're going to cut back some. You're going to go through your spending, your past history, and you're going to get away from the subscriptions that you're no longer using forgot that you signed up for, whatever the case, cancel them so you don't pay for them any longer. Save some money, build up your emergency fund, apply it to your debt, and it's a cycle that keeps going on and on and on. Cash is green convenience. Even with the multiple cards and electronic payments at disposal, you still need or want to reach into your actual wallet to pay money paper money on occasion carrying some cash but not too much at a given time can save you from unexpected challenges you never know when a credit card processing system will be unavailable or when you're traveling through a remote place without an atm or in another emergency situation suddenly makes other methods of payment unusable there are still some restaurants and other business that only accept cash or require a minimum purchase before you use a Card. If there's two of you, you're going to meet that minimum purchase. Credit card, it gives you more purchasing power. It gives you an extra boost when your cash reserves are low. That's your borrowing money. Yet this, with this power comes greater personal finance responsibility. Given added fees, it's important to opt for cars with low interest rate, especially if you're carrying monthly balances. You don't want to carry monthly balances. You want to pay them off every month. You only want to spend what you can afford to pay. Your debit card is cash. You should treat a credit card just like cash no matter what. Another time to swipe a credit card is when you're making a reimbursement purchase for work that you don't want to spend your cash on. Using credit cards for international travel or other such transactions transactions may be a better exchange rate. However, Check to see if your card charges foreign transaction fees. Security features and consumer protection for debit and credit cards. Both debit and credit cards typically come with federally required fraud protection and around-the-clock fraud monitoring. All debit cards and some credit cards require a personal identification number PIN at the point of sale, which makes it harder for a predator to steal and use your card information should any fraudulent charges appear in any type of card your car issue or finance one will typically refund you however if the fraud charges are made with your debit card your account balance may be temporarily reduced while the fraud is resolved which could affect your ability to pay bills or make purchases
So you got to be careful. Use your card with watch your surroundings around you. I've never had any trouble. Only problem I have was probably mostly because of online stuff I did. And then my card got, um, my card information got stolen online. And then they tried to buy stuff overseas. And I saw that right away. And I called it and put a stop to it. And again, that's another reason why you need to check your online accounts for all your credit cards every day, or at least every other day, to see if there's any charges on there that you did not make. That's another part of your debt reduction plan. That's another thing. If you're not using your credit card and you check your credit card statement, you go online, you log in, you see there's a couple charges. And they were like a day ago. And you know that wasn't you. And you know you don't know anything about it. You need to call and report that. And they will put a block on that. I know it's a pain. But then they will issue a new card. It will be the same account. But you'll have a different card number. And they will mail it to you. It takes a week or two. But if you're not using your credit card, it doesn't really matter. You're just trying to keep things under control you don't want to pay for somebody else's lifestyle i'll be back in one moment with my final thoughts if you want to contact me to request my spreadsheet for the budget or leave a comment or ask a question you can send it using my email reduce debt increase wealth at gmail.com Reduced debt, increased wealth is altogether no spaces. If you like to ask a question, put question in the subject. If you like to request my monthly budget, put that spreadsheet in the subject matter. If you want to leave a response of any kind, just put comment in the subject matter. I will get back to you as soon as possible. Remember, A debit card is money coming directly out of your checking account and a credit card is a loan to you from Visa or MasterCard or whichever the bank that issued that credit card. If you're trying to reduce your debt reduction plan, if you're trying to reduce your spending and you're trying to control what you're doing within a budget, If you're using your debit card, that's the same thing as using cash. That's why I say only one spouse should carry the debit card. And should be the spouse that is taking care of the checking account. That is using the app and recording all the deposits and all the withdrawals within that checking account and knows what's coming up, what's due next, what bills are coming up, how much money is needed for, say, the mortgage, car payment, groceries, and gasoline. And you should set up a separate checking account for the spouse. Once every pay, transfer a set amount of money in there, and that is what they use for their spending. 
We're trying to keep things under control. With any personal finance item, you need to keep track of what's going on, whether it's a debit, a checking account, two checking accounts, three credit cards, whatever it is, you need to have a separate app away from the bank, away from the company issuing whatever it is you're using. As you can see, you might have one bank account, but you could have three different credit cards. So it's kind of hard to look at how much you owe in four different places. So if you put it all in one app and you can see you have $2,000 in your checking, you got $3,000 in your savings, you owe $2,000 on credit card A, $1,000 on credit card B, and $1,500 on credit card C. Whatever it is, it's all in one place. You can go in and look at the detail. You know what you spent money on. You can categorize that so that you can set up your control panel. You can set up your budget much easier. I call the budget a control panel because that is where you're going to, to from month to month compare what's going on and that's where you kind of try to see where you're overspending money and try to get things under control i know it's tough you should be able to do this 30 minutes a week if or less the more you do it the more often you update all these accounts in that particular app the more precise your budget becomes, the more accurate, when I say precise, I mean accurate, almost down to the penny. With If you can get it within five to $20, you're doing pretty good from month to month. You'll know where your money's coming from and where your money is going. You'll have a good idea of the extra money you have available, whether you put it in savings to build up your emergency fund or to pay down debt in the future or to save for whatever it is you want to save for, for your goal. You have it right there in front of you. And it makes life so much easier when you do this. I know it seems like a pain, but the app where you do all your tracking is the lifeblood of your personal finance. And your budget is the control center where you can control and keep track of everything. And once you get used to doing it, it becomes second nature. It takes very little time. You have control over your finances and life is good. And you'll be glad you did so.